For NFT newbies and OGs in Web3 alike, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast sponsored by Weld Recruiting. I'm your host, Carly Long, and I'm super excited to help break down the barriers to entry in the space and introduce you to some leaders who are doing truly amazing things. So let's dive in. Welcome, Ty. Thanks so much for joining us on Women in Web 3 today. We are super excited to have you and hear your story. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, I like to let people do their own intro. Um, I know you juggle a ton. You're a mom. You have two companies right now that you're working on. Um, So give us the background on all you do, how you tie it all together. Um, Sure. Yeah, go from there. Yeah, I'm I'm Ty Haney. Um, I love building things, so that's what I spend all my time doing, uh, including kids. I have an eight-month-old son and a daughter who's two and a half, so that keeps us busy. Um, and I'm currently, I've just recently founded two companies, kind of side by side. One called Joggy, which is a plant-based energy company. So think your replacement to Red, Red Bull with good for you um, ingredients. And then one called TYB, Try Your Best. And it's a Web3 loyalty toolkit um, that we can chat in detail about today. Uh, And I kicked them off a year ago after um, eight years building a direct-to-consumer company called Outdoor Voices. Uh, I started Outdoor Voices out of college when I was 23 and had a kick-ass time, wonderful experience building this brand from scratch. The whole kind of concept behind it was to inspire people to move on a daily basis. Didn't care what the activity was, but move your body because it leads to a happier, healthier life. And we had crazy success with that. At the end of kind of my time there, it became a bit of a challenging um, experience, which we can go into or not, but it led to the kind of concept around TYB, try your best. Um, And so I'm grateful for that. Whoops. There we go. My My husband's calling. He's on tour. So He's got to check in. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Where? What is he on tour for? Uh, he's a country singer. So he is on the road quite often. Um, and his band's called Midland. He's the lead singer. Uh, they're awesome. But they're all, I think they're at the PGA today doing a performance. Believe but it or not, we'll have yeah. to chat about this after. I've actually uh-huh. met them before. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we will uh, we will have to chat about that <laughs> offline. That is too funny though. Amazing. It's a small world. Um, awesome. but th- that is awesome. I really I really want to hone in on, you know, kind of you are no stranger to like diving into uncharted territory. Let alone yeah. like being a, a college graduate starting a company, but really making changes in the fitness industry for it to be just about movement, health, wellness in in a time where even still it's like focus on high performing athleticism. And, and I feel like you really started that. So how has that kind of translated into the uncharted territory that is web three and leading teams and building brands? Uh, What has that been like? Um, it all has led to my current belief that the future of brand building is about two things. It's about co-creation and incentivization. And so I'll kind of go back to the After Voices experience, but starting where we're at today, uh, having built a direct-to-consumer brand um, and really leaning into community as a way to grow, uh, I realized that crypto, the blockchain, 
has a meaningful potential to uh, offer a better business model for brands that are structurally reliant on ad platforms today. And so in my past and kind of many of the direct consumer brands, while you know, we've been sold on this idea of direct are not all that direct. We ultimately ended up spending 30 to 40% of our total dollars raised uh, to the Instagrams, Facebooks of the world to acquire customers. And so um, what really worked from an outdoor voices standpoint was leaning into what I called our 360 community strategy. And so we had this many thousand person distributed network of ambassadors. We called them Team OV that would host events on our behalf that would uh, come upstream into product development processes to help uh, pick colorways, prints, do product testing. And really they became the most valuable and profitable way for us to grow. So when someone was introduced to the brand through this distributed network, uh, they were four times more valuable than someone coming in through Facebook or Instagram. So that's really kind of the kernel here from kind of tying together my my experience at Outdoor Voices. We had this crazy, passionate, enthused uh, community base around the brand that really allowed us to become front and center and leaders in this in this activewear space. Um, and now there's kind of with the Web3 technology, an ability to coordinate this type of distributed valuable action and reward for it, which I believe has the potential to really be the future for the next great brands. That's awesome. What would you say are, is there major differences between web two community and web three community and building it? Or are there major similarities? I think a lot of the action um, in terms of like what, what a brand requests from their community, like sharing with your friends, whether it's word of mouth or something to refer, posting to social, a lot of this action, for instance, leaving a review, all of this is really valuable from um, an awareness and conversion standpoint, but it's really difficult to kind of orchestrate at scale and request that action at scale. So that's that's what I'm kind of focused on or most excited about is using crypto as this coordinating mechanism where you can request, you know, with many thousand people this action, and then that action will be many fold kind of more significant because that many more people are taking it. That's incredible. The reach, it sounds like is just so much greater. So it's taking everything to another level. Uh, what are some of the brands that you've been working with for Try Your Best? Yeah, um, we have 12 pilot brands that go live over the next two months, which we're really excited about. Some kind of larger traditional, um, I guess, retail brands some mid-size and then some from zero. So we actually go live today with a brand called Topicals. Um, they're a really cool kind of up and comer in the beauty space. And every kind of two weeks we have a new brand going live. So uh, there's a lot of different use cases using the same toolkit. Some are using the collectible and kind of the toolkit as a way to do membership. Some are using it as where my community lives. Um, uh, and others are using it as a full loyalty solution. And then the fourth kind of use case is purely collectible sales. Um, and what really excites me about kind of Web3 as it, as it meets consumer is this idea of community ownership. And so it just makes sense that users of a product, users that love a product, have some sort of stake or incentive to help it grow and stick with the, stick with a brand or, or product, um, you know, for a long time. And I think what we've found as we start to go out to market, we have three brands live right now. Uh, community members are kind of uh, customers are really excited about the ability to 
get an inside look at a brand and help influence and shape kind of the future of that brand. They feel like empowered owners. And so that's step one. And then with TYB, we're starting to introduce kind of more meaningful tools via smart contracts that allow for um, different levels of incentivization. So, and I'll go quick, but Joggy is a brand that we incubated. Um, it was the first to, to launch on TYB, really is like our R&D partner. We uh, introduced this idea of value uh, value share. So 500 people came into Joggy by, by buying 500 um, Joggy Doggy collectibles, and it unlocks a suite of perks, the headline being revenue-based rewards. So as Joggy grows, this group of 500 people who own the Joggy Doggy own 5% of Joggy's revenue. And so that's a step in the right direction to community ownership. And I, I very much believe the next great brands five plus years from now will be community owned, community founded and community led. What is your, I have kind of two questions. What is your take on DAOs? Is that kind of essentially what, what you're yeah. building or do you not like that term? I know some people have even said, oh, we need to stop calling them NFTs. Um, like all of this yeah. new terminology is just creating such a barrier for people to what, the way you explain it, it's just, it's community owned, it's community led. Yeah. That makes so much yeah. more sense to people outside of Web3. Yeah, I I have no problem with DAOs and I, I very much believe that's the future. When working in the physical product creating space, it's gonna have to be a bit slower. Like you need direction, you need you need someone kind of setting the direction and then you need expertise kind of within the ecosystem to be able to uh, participate in a from zero kind of opportunity. That said, what I love about DAOs is simply the idea of making your fans, your friends, part of the team. And so I grew up playing team sports. And for me, that's like what DAOs look and feel like. It's, you know, each person on the team has their position and what they're best at. They're the three-point shooter. They're the layup guy, right? And so that's kind of a beautiful future if you can kind of connect the dots, bring this rock star team together to not rely on one CEO, but rather many kind of boards board of directors via the community i love that these brands that you're approaching to sign up and join and try your best have you faced a lot of skepticism i know there are a ton of naysayers about web3 my my brother my brother-in-law being some of them still yeah, sure. <laughs> um it's funny so yeah i kind of play up or down how much I talk about Web3 and the blockchain, like in most cases, I don't. And and really kind of uh, the headline across the board with kind of D2C companies, let's say, is that customer acquisition costs have exploded. So these channels they've been relying on to grow the past five to 10 years no longer are viable ways or sustainable ways to grow. It's too expensive and it doesn't net sticky customers. So we we come in and essentially say, hey, we have a way to directly connect you with your most loyal fans and then request valuable action from this group and leverage them to grow. And it and think about uh, if it's 30 to 40% of your, of your dollars that you're putting in ad spend, redistribute five of that to your super fans. And let's see what that does from a growth perspective. So the headline is we stay away from talking about NFTs and crypto and really lean into loyalty and this new relationship with your super fans. And that seems to be kind of where the opening is at the moment. Uh, and then I think just across the board, like crypto as we know it and NFTs have a lot of baggage. And so 
that's what excites me is there's so much opportunity to kind of redefine and reposition, particularly like with women in the space. Um, and so you'll see kind of, we referred to NFTs as collectibles. Um, and we've built this very simple on-ramp into your first Web3 wallet, um, where it doesn't matter if you know anything about blockchain, you don't have to. You, I feel like we glossed over how you got into Web3 and like where you started learning about it, but you really are so knowledgeable from like a full 360 Web3 perspective. I know you mentioned smart contracts, you get NFTs and collectibles and blockchain. Um, so can we back up and, and just hear about like, how did you first learn and get in and yeah, what turned yeah. you on to to diving into this space? Yeah, um, let's see. At the kind of end of the last two years of my time at After Voices, um, there was a challenging board dynamics. It didn't make sense for me to continue spending time at After Voices, so I started to get started to get really interested in um, Web three via my head of finance. He had invested in Avalanche. Um, are you familiar with Avalanche? A little bit. And I, I know okay. that you built TYB on yeah. the Avalanche blockchain, right? Yeah, yeah. So if Bitcoin and Ethereum are some of the um, older technologies, like the ones that we all know, uh, Avalanches and Talana, for instance, are brand new. And I think the main kind of benefit there, it's a newer technology. There's been a lot of issue with kind of environmental concern around around the energy required to to mint things. Uh, using Bitcoin and Ethereum. So what we found attractive about Avalanche is it's the most environmental solution. It's super, there's super low gas fees and it's very quick. Um, but so I started dabbling in uh, investment there and then became fascinated with some of these um, NFT communities like CryptoPunks and Chainrunners uh, and saw that as people bought in and had kind of aligned stake, these things would take off wildly. And so I started to realize like that's that's something that really applies to the consumer space. And in a way, we've modeled a bit of, of that kind of with the Outdoor Voices experience. Is there a way to now create a simple toolkit that allows other brands to do the same? I love it. What are, in, in everything that you've learned and questions that you get from either brands you're partnering with or consumers who are interested in joining TYB, what are some of the biggest misconceptions or things that we need to demystify about the space? I think um, like brands of the recent past that exist today are, are very controlled. Um, and so everything is filtered through like a brand's own team and then like distributed tops down. Right. And so what we're seeing happening, and there's a really great article that my friend from friends with benefits turned me on to called squad wealth. Have you read that? I it's haven't, amazing. but I'm familiar with friends with benefits. I was just talking okay. to someone about it this morning. Um, yeah. Cause I know they're doing incredible things in the space, bringing together creators and innovators yep. with, festivals and in real, yeah. in real life experiences. Yeah. I went to uh, the FWB fest at, in Idlewild this weekend and it was awesome. Um, very cool. There was a baby named ETH there, which was pretty insane and awesome. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> anyway, uh, th this, um, this writing is worth checking out. It's called Squad Wealth. Um, they also, it, this guy, Toby Shoren is one of the authors. 
He also wrote um, an article called Headless Brands. And it's really uh, the way of the future where it's more about a collective bringing to life or activating a brand and, and kind of making it uniquely their own versus a tops down lens on like a lifestyle brand. And, and I think another way of thinking about that is meme culture obviously has taken off like crazy. If you think about a starter pack, like where there's Arcteryx and I don't know, Gia, some sort of A24 film, like that's more the future of a brand, like this mindset that you're tapping into where, you know, I love all three of those things. I'm going to follow kind of that meme culture, that squad, and then I'll start to buy things from kind of people or brands with a similar mindset. So anyway, uh, I think I think brand, brands are going to shift to much more bottoms up where it, it's all about kind of the community's activation of, of the brand and, and kind of that becoming the most interesting kind of artifact in a sense versus this very highly controlled kind of like one view on what a brand means to people. I love it. What are you most excited about either for the space or for you specifically and what you're working on? What am I most excited about? Let's see. Um, I think introducing people to this new way of interacting is so cool. Like I'm, I'm very obsessed with this idea of loyal fans having something to show for it, like tangible, real valuable, real value for their loyalty. Um, and so democratizing kind of brand building in that way and everyone having a piece kind of of the win when a brand's successful is a really beautiful future. Um, and I think the next, I think the next great Nike will be community founded. And people are like, "Are you serious? Like that's by consensus, you know? DAOs are by consensus." But I think brands will be built by consensus um, versus like one CEO. And this is this is like very relevant to me because um, in 2019 there was like a great wave of canceling for particularly female founders, and I got caught up in that a little bit. I had like some unpleasant article written by ex-employees. Um, but this headless brands article speaks all about this is like it's too risky to have like one point of failure for a brand that people love. You know what I mean? And so that also is really interesting. And, and one reason why I'm so bullish on this idea is like building with a group is much less risky than like one person at the forefront. And I can still be a ringleader. I, I can do what I do best, but I'd like 10 more of me kind of around the table or 100 more of me around the table. Right. I love that. And I know I, I was at BFF minted their first sort of mm -hmm. like educational, it was a YouTube, uh, Show, it was awesome. if you will. Yeah. yeah. And I remember my lacunas speaking to risk, uh, kind of mm -hmm. just how you said and how, uh, men generally are willing to take more risk, but it, you know, trying to frame web three and crypto and buying into NFTs and all of these things in a way for women where it feels less risky. Um, yeah. so I, I, I like that you mentioned that. And I, I definitely want to say one of my things I'm most excited about that you're doing mm -hmm. is I, I love, I know you said the next Nike will be built and I love yep. how you are kind of segmenting these brands like Nike that, that we love so much, but there isn't a way to kind of identify people in my neighborhood. Like who else loves Nike mm -hmm. and can totally. we bond over that, but you're doing that with 
TYB. And I know Joggy has like the different cities built out where yeah. you can find another, I'm in DC right now, another DC yeah. Joggy. I, I don't think the current web two brands um, like Nike, for example, since we're on that have that it's sort of like, totally. I don't know if it's a capability or community aspect or whatever built yeah. in yet, but yeah. you guys are already leading that in I love just that. such a simple, awesome way. I think, and that's, that's, what's really cool about web three is like the peer to peer aspect and like the power is in kind of the end user's hands, you know what I mean? To opt into what you want to share, um, et cetera. But Yes, I think part of like this idea of squad wealth is we all want to feel part of something, feel part of a community that's not, you know, that's why the word community is such a buzzword. Um, but to actually make that possible where I can connect with, you know, the other 500 joggy doggy holders and like schedule an event without kind of joggy saying, yes, you can do that or not, like is super, super cool. And like community I guess people think of Instagram as like where your community lives, but ultimately it's not facilitating great connection and brands don't have visibility or like a direct. And I truly mean direct, like they don't have the emails of the people that live kind of in their Instagram world. So um, it's, it's a really cool kind of place to be playing. Um, but we've certainly got our work cut out for us. Absolutely. We sure do. It, it it makes me think the only web two brand kind of that I can think of doing it is like people who drive Jeeps. I know they have some mm -hmm. sort of like hand signal or whatever they do. And so it's, it's just really cool with web three. You're seeing that those ways that people are facilitating connection with strangers and icebreakers mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. you're being able to identify very easily through these platforms that you're building. Oh, Hey, we both, you know, love this. Let's start talking yep. about this. And so like new friendships, new work relationships, new things, bud. Um, but I will digress. I know we, we are getting to the end here. So I want to just turn it back. Is there anything else that you want to share um, before we'll dive into getting all of your socials and where people can <laughs> I, I just kind of to your last point um in kind of the next phase of this as we get brands onboarded and starting to interact in this new way with their communities what becomes quite cool is one interoperability so so brands that choose to like play with others can make their brand coins interoperable and they can share communities so just like you're saying like for instance if I think of Parade underwear meets topicals beauty meets, um, I don't know, Gia. There's some sort of overlap in terms of, you know, customers that like all three. Are there ways to, uh, for the brands to kind of like cross pollinate and make it an even, even like sexier experience for their community members? Because that little, um, you know, pie of people like all three. So I get excited about kind of communities or brands working together and then sharing the love together as well. I'm so excited for that. I will absolutely be following along. Um, cool. I am a joggy doggy holder for everyone out there. Awesome. I highly suggest you check out the TYB platform. Um, for people who want to get involved, follow you. I will drop the links in the show notes, but you can spell them out for them. Where should they go? Uh, firstly, go to joggy.tyb.xyz. Join the joggy community. And then I my my Instagram is Ty underscore Haney. Um, and that's all you need to know. Awesome. 
That's it, folks. Thank you, Carly. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ty. Thank you all so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's guest and podcast, be sure to write, subscribe, comment, all the things. And definitely get in touch. I love to connect with y'all. I love to hear what you're working on, any feedback or comments. If you want to meet a guest, if you want to be a guest, just reach out. You can find me, your host, Carly Long, at by Carly Long on all social media platforms. You can subscribe to my weekly newsletter, which is also Women in Web 3, and you can follow along at Weld Recruiting. Be sure to let us know however we can support you, and we look forward to our next episode.